Welcome to my mommy's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Moms Podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com and I am here today with Katherine Arnston, who is the founder and chief scientific officer of Energy Bits. And we are going to get all in the weeds about algae today and it's going to be super fascinating. But Katherine has had a 30-year career as an international attache for the Canadian and British governments. She's published an international magazine and was the founder and CEO of three startups. But when her sister was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2009, she put her career on hold to help her sister and in the process discovered decades of research on the benefits of certain plants and also on algae for recovery. And she found that algae provides all the nutritional benefits of greens without cooking, cleaning, or tasting green, which is a big thing for a lot of people. Um, And the benefits have been known all over the world, especially in Asia, for years, where this is a multi-billion dollar crop. It's been endorsed by NASA and the United Nations, and we're going to really talk more about it. But it's fascinating to know that algae is keto and low-carb and vegan and considered a superfood by many people. Um, Also, we're going to mention it again later, but Catherine has offered 20% off of all of her products at energybits.com with the code Wellness Mama, all one word. So make sure to use that code if you check it out. But Catherine, welcome and thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to share what I know. (laughs) Absolutely. Because this is something I've researched this topic as well for years and found um, probably some of the same studies that you have. Uh, And it's something I've tried over the years, although typically in powder form, which is a little less palatable. But I want to start at the beginning. Um, Can you define for anyone who isn't familiar with it, what algae is and kind of take us through the different types of algae? Absolutely. It is a bit confusing. So um, algae is considered a plant, but technically, and and there are about 15,000 strains of algae, and they are related to the sea uh, weed family, but algae is actually grown in fresh water. And the algae that we sell and that you see in stores is a crop that's grown in hydroponically, means it's grown in water tanks, very carefully controlled, at least ours are. So, So it is a plant. And in fact, algae was the first plant life on Earth almost 4 billion years ago. The spirulina in particular, as I said, there's about 15,000 strains, um, all of which would be um, either make you sick or may or possibly kill you. Uh, so don't go um, getting a spoonful of uh, algae from your local stream or swimming pool because uh, they're, they would not make you well. Um, the only two that um, are really used around the world are spirulina and chlorella. And we're going to tell you uh, the difference between the two of them and, and the history. So spirulina is the one that was the first plant life on Earth. Before spirulina, Earth was just water and gas. But algae releases oxygen while it's growing. And in fact, up to 90% of the oxygen on Earth, even today, comes from algae. So after billions of years of spirulina growing, there was enough oxygen on Earth for other plant forms to grow. And then chlorella, which is the other algae we're going to talk about, it started developing. So technically, spirulina is actually a bacteria. Now, don't don't go, oh, you know, shock horrors, because actually bacteria are really, imp- some of them are very important for your health. And in fact, there's more bacteria in our bodies than there are in cells. Um, but the reason why that's important is it helps explain why spirulina uh, gets into your bloodstream so quickly. There's nothing for your body, no cellulose cell wall for your body to break down. So that's why athletes and anybody who's uh, hungry or needing some energy love spirulina because um, it gives you um, that energy boost almost instantly. And then chlorella, which was 
later found about a billion years or so after spirulina. It's a wellness algae. We, we call our spirulina energy bits because it gives you energy mentally and physically. And we call our chlorella recovery bits because chlorella, even though it has it is in the plant kingdom, it's really what's called a sea vegetable um, because it doesn't have any of the anti-nutrients that plants have. Um, and we can talk a little bit about that. So chlorella has the hardest cellular wall in the plant kingdom, which is important because it attaches itself to toxins in your body. So it's been used for decades for pulling out mercury, lead, um, athletes use it to pull out lactic acid, it pulls out alcohol, anything that shouldn't be in there. Radiation, they use it during Chernobyl, they use it during uh, Hiroshima, uh, and after the Fukushima disaster about six years ago, the entire world supply of chlorella was bought up within 24 hours because everybody in Asia knows that chlorella is the only thing that pulls out radiation. So, so it's so remarkable to me that these two entities that are a part of the plant kingdom, sort of, were here billions of years before us. And yet they were only discovered for their nutritional capabilities in the late 1800s, actually by the Germans, the Dutch and then the Germans. And then the big emphasis on using them for nutritional purposes did not happen until the late 50s and 60s um, when the Japanese started learning how to cultivate it as a crop. And that's why all the um, uh, all the algae pretty much is in Japan, China, Taiwan, India, because it's been known as a big crop um, for 50 years there where it is such a big industry. And by the way, Japanese do not take any vitamins, none. They only take chlorella and some of them also take spirulina because it, it builds your health so so well. So it's, it's fascinating. It's a whole food. It's nutrient dense. Uh, you can swallow or to it. And yet, um, and I'm so proud to be really the person, I think, telling America about it because um, we have people telling us, oh my gosh, my I'm off my depression medication or or I don't, I'm not hungry anymore. Or, I've lost weight or my kids have more energy and I don't have to eat greens. So it, it's kind of fun. We feel like we're sort of like Santa Claus bringing all these great goodies to people. And it's just from something that was a gift to us from mother nature. And we know that mother knows best. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I definitely want to echo what you said about don't harvest it yourself, because that's a question I've written a lot about, like, for instance, activated charcoal, and had people ask like, oh, can't I just get that from my barbecue grill? And no, no, you can't. It's a completely different thing. And I think that's the same with algae. And it's an important point, like, you cannot just grow this in your backyard or harvest it. It is a special process, which is partially what makes it so amazing. Um, and I also love that you said that about bacteria, because I think you're right. In America, bacteria has gotten a bad rap. Um, and I've written a lot, actually, about how we've done more harm than good by sanitizing everything and making everything antibacterial. In fact, I even spray bacteria on my skin on purpose, beneficial bacteria, and in my house, um, there's products for that. But can you go a little deeper? So I think, if I'm remembering correctly, um, that would be called a cyanobacteria, if I'm pronouncing it right. Is that is that correct? And what separates that from other bacteria? Uh, well, actually, I'm not a bacteria expert, so I can't say I really can't comment on other bacteria. But, you know, our gut biome um, has suddenly become the focus of so much scientific research. Um, a lot of your listeners may have heard that your immune system is primarily in your stomach, which is true. And there's a the vagus nerve that connects the stomach with the brain. And if you don't have the sufficient bacteria in your stomach, uh, it's difficult for you to digest food, to, to pull the nutrients out. So you might be taking a nutrient 
nutrition, but you're not um, absorbing them. Um, bacteria, um, there are some bacteria, for example, that create B12. Uh, and in fact, there are um, there's something called K2, which is also a new vitamin that is also um, a bacteria and it's created by a bacteria. So we have, um, I think, almost twice as many bacteria in our bodies as there are um, cells. And in fact, one of the, some of the science has been showing that it is so important for mothers to deliver naturally if they can, because the baby receives a lot of the bacteria from, uh, through the um, birth canal. And that sets them up for being able to protect um, themselves from other sort of immune disorders and whatnot. So I know some women do have to have C-sections, but if you can at all deliver naturally, you will be helping your body by providing bacteria. It's the first um, set of um, uh, defense. Uh, and while we're talking about bacteria, one of the algae, as I mentioned, we have spirulina, which is the, the one that is a bacteria, but then the other one called chlorella, which builds your immune system, They uh, it helps populate your lower intestine with healthy bacteria. And in fact, it's been used for, again, decades for anyone with IBS or Crohn's disease. And I always wondered, you know, why is that? And what, And I found out Recently, it's because the chlorella, and we'll talk about this later as well, has the highest concentration of chlorophyll in the world. We all know that chlorophyll is what makes plants green. But I didn't realize until recently that chlorophyll is what's called a fat-based pigment, um, and it's a fat-based antioxidant. Almost all those other pigments and antioxidants, like from apples and cherries, those are all water-based. It's very rare to find a fat-based antioxidant. And the reason why this is important is the fats heal the cell walls, and this allows nutrients to go in and toxins to come out. So it, when you d digest chlorophyll, apparently only about 10% of it is absorbed in your stomach and the rest of it stays through your intestinal tract. So it goes through the liver and all the way down through the colon. And this is why it heals the IBS and Crohn's because it's healing the cells down as, as it moves through your colon on the way, uh, on the way out. And um, in fact, it also absorbs carcinogens. So I laugh because if you do take uh, algae regularly like I do and as most people do, uh, I will tell just to let you know, your poop will be a little green because it has that chlorophyll that, uh, and it's proof that the chlorophyll is staying with you all the way all the way through. So it, it has this wonderful ability to introduce healthy bacteria and to heal the cell walls in your, in your, in your gut. So it's, it's one of the thousands of things that it does. <laughs> That's so fascinating. And I definitely, I think you're so right on as far as babies delivering um, vaginally, if possible. Of course, we never want to guilt moms. I've had a C-section myself, um, but there's a fascinating documentary. You may have heard of it. It's called Microbirth, and it really delves into the research of that. Just for anyone who like heard that and was like, oh no, what if I can't birth naturally? Um, and one alternative that they throw out there also for moms, just anyone listening, is you can do a special kind of swab where you actually culture your own bacteria from your body before you have a C-section and then immediately oh, wow. wipe the baby mouth and eyes and skin with that wow. bacteria to culture it. And so there's a whole process for that. And I've written about it, but I just like always like to give hope to moms because I know that can seem like a, a tough thing. Um, but take us through some more of the benefits. So like when you started really researching algae and especially for your sister, what were some of the things you found? Well, um, and the reason why I did this with my sister is like her oncologist told her she should change her diet to a plant-based diet because it would help her heal. And they didn't tell her what it was or why it would help. And that, so that was, but I'm a really good researcher. So I said, don't worry, 
sis, I'll dig in for you. And so um, some of the things I found were that, as I mentioned, the um, algae has the highest concentration of chlorophyll and the chlorophyll is so cleansing. And this is why they want you to take it when your um, your health is compromised or to, pre to prevent any kind of health compromisation. Everything about your health uh, starts and ends with your cells. And the key is, number one, getting your cells um, cell walls healthy, and you do that with by, you know, essential fatty acids like omega-3, um, you know, good chlorophyll. And then inside the cell is something called the mitochondria. And this is where the, uh, this, is, this generates the energy for your body and also allows your cells to communicate with one another. And um, a lot of the illnesses that we're seeing is because the cell walls and the mitochondria aren't getting the nutrients that they need. And what happens is whether it's you know, sugar or processed foods, that basically shuts down and damages the cells so they can't talk to one another. And so algae, because it has all these nutrients, including the chlorophyll, it helps bring the mitochondria and the cell walls back to health. But I also found that um, spirulina in particular has a very high concentration of omega-3 and other essential fatty acids. And we'll talk about it briefly, but everybody in the last 10 years have been hearing about the importance of omega-3, which is great. The problem is everyone's getting it from fish oil. And this has caused um, two problems. One is that it's over. there's a lot of overfishing, so there's entire dead zones in the ocean uh, ecosystem now because the fish have just been fished to death, literally. And ironically, where do you think the fish get the omega-3? Well, they get it from algae. So uh, even Dr. Oz and uh, everybody, a lot of scientists say, look, you've got, we've got to find another source of omega-3. And algae is, is not only a, a, a sustainable source of omega-3, it's vegan because it's a, it's, it's a crop, it's a vegetable. So, um, so it preserves the oceans. It preserves uh, your needs if you're a vegan. And also, um, research has also shown that virtually all fish oil goes rancid within about 30 days. It's just because of the oxidation process that it goes through. So here, people are buying all this fish oil to reduce inflammation, and yet they're introducing inflammation um, because of the way that it's oxidized. And there is not, none of that with algae because it's a crop and we don't we don't use heat. Uh, we just air dry it and then repress the water out of it into these tablets. So so I'm very proud that it's uh, eco-friendly, uh, a great source of omega-3. It also has a, a, a nutritional profile that is stunning. That's why NASA says that one gram of algae gives you the nutrition of a thousand grams of fruits and vegetables. I mean, it has the highest concentration of protein in the world. It has three times the amount of protein as steak and it's all plant based protein. So there are no downsides to it. It also has the highest concentration of iron in the world. And um, women in particularly are, 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 are um, uh, when you're going through your periods, you, you we lose a lot of blood. And so you're iron deficient very often. It's a big issue. So here you can have all the iron that you need and it's all absorbed uh, naturally. And iron is what carries oxygen. So this is why it helps prevent any kind of fatigue. Uh, I also recently through, cause I'm constantly researching on this crazy woman late at night, you know, everybody else is putting tucking their kids into bed and I'm <laughs> digging through the science on algae. I found out recently it has the highest concentration of tryptophan. Now, a lot of people know that tryptophan is in Turkey, but, um, Chlorella particularly has five times as much tryptophan as turkey. And for those who don't know what tryptophan is, it's a precursor to a um, neurotransmitter called um, serotonin. And serotonin is known as the happy 
the mood um, uh, neurotransmitters. So it's really important to help you um, balance your mood and, and stay happy. And it's also the precursor to something, a hormone called melatonin. And melatonin is what helps you sleep better. And we, we've had clients tell us, my gosh, I'm sleeping better now that I'm taking this. And we all, I always wondered why was that happening? And now I know it's because of the, of the tryptophan. So it has 40 vitamins and minerals, both algae do. Um, and yet there are, there's zero sugar, zero caffeine, zero carbs, virtually zero fiber. So if you're on a low fiber diet, it's good for you. One calorie per tab, although uh, and you can feel full and be energized from spirulina, ours is energy bits, for about, if you take about 30 of them. Now, you could take less if you wanted, if you got the same benefits. So it's, um, it's a remarkable food because it gives you all these benefits for virtually no calories. And because we put it in tablets, you can take it with you wherever you go. Like I was just on a two-week business trip. I know, Katie, you travel a lot too. And I couldn't, tr I couldn't do anything without this stuff because you don't know what time you're going to get into your hotel room. You don't know whether they're going to serve something that's healthy. And, you know, I can't eat vegetable oil. It's not healthy anyways. And so I rely on this when I'm traveling and you don't have to cook it or clean it or do anything to it. You just open the bag or the tin or the single serving, pop it in your mouth, chew it or swallow it. And you're, you're good to go. So it's, it's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, for sure. It's something, like I said, I've been trying for years. And also, the, like I could only find it in a powder years ago, and it does not taste uh, as appealing that way. But I was going to ask, and you kind of touched on this, but I hear from readers occasionally who either they or their children especially tend to not like vegetables, and the getting them to eat the greens is a problem. So um, from what you said, based on the, nu the nutrition, can this kind of become a substitute for greens, or at least like a complement? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a complete replacement. It won't give you the fiber, but it will give you the, all the nutrition. And in fact, um, as I mentioned, um, the chlorella algae, it has a thousand times more chlorophyll than greens, 200 times more chlorophyll than kale or spinach. And I'm not making this up. These numbers come from the Linus Pauling Institute. And then we do lab tests to find out the different nutrient profile. And I share all our labs with our doctors. So it's completely documentable. Um, so you can, if you, and I, basically we tell moms and, and families, give your kids the same number of tablets as their age. So if they're two, give them two a day, if they're three, give them three a day until they reach the teenage years. And then if you want, you can give them a full serving or if they're very active. We have so many moms who give, um, they're so happy to find the product because it, it gives the, the children the nutrition they need. And instead of having a Laura bar or a candy bar before soccer practice or hockey practice, they can give them, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, a quarter portion, half portion, full portion, whatever they want to give the children the energy they need for their sport and know that they're not giving them anything that's unhealthy, no sugar, no caffeine, nothing. And, and the children, actually, the kids generally like to chew it because it turns their tongues green. <laughs> so they turn it into a bit of a game or, or the moms make like a happy face on the, on the plate or tuck them into raspberries. Um, but yeah, it's a complete replacement for, for the need for vegetables with the exception of the fact that you don't get the fiber. So, but they can, they can probably get fiber from other, from other things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm obviously like, think we should definitely eat vegetables too. And I'm a big fan, but for kids who are really picky, that can be a great way to kind of at least get the benefits and maybe they can get their fiber from fruit in the meantime, or 
um, yeah, or other sources. And I've seen at least some preliminary research that if you can ingest things over time, your body will develop a taste for it. I don't know if you've seen this research, but for instance, if you take cayenne capsules, your tolerance to spicy food tends to increase over time, even though you haven't tasted it. So my hope would be, and I, I don't really have research to back it up, but if you're at least exposing them to these types of foods over time, they're going to learn to like hopefully a broader array of vegetables, which is the goal anyway. But I love that you said that about fish oil too, because this is a post I've been working on for a while. And um, I agree with you, like most fish oils go rancid very quickly. In fact, all of them, it's very difficult. And there seems to be some emerging research that that isn't the best option. And I know a lot of doctors now are recommending if you're going to get fish oil, get it from like sardines or anchovies or small fish where it won't go rancid. But of course, algae is another option. So that's great to know. Well, and you know, whales, they eat, that's all they eat are microalgae. So, and look how big they get. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really excited. In fact, there's another a company recently uh, started an algae farm in the United States purely to grow the algae for the omega-3 component, nothing else. Um, the other interesting thing is, um, as I mentioned, spirulina is, um, I mean, I didn't mention it, but it was the first algae and it's called a blue-green algae. And while it looks very similar to chlorella, which is a green algae, the blue pigment is called phycocyanin, and it has very powerful healing properties, um, one of which is it's been shown to prevent cancer because it stops the blood, growth of blood vessels to the tumors and cancers. But the, what I wanted to mention is that it's the only source of this color, this beautiful blue pigment. It looks like the Aegean Sea. And about three years ago, under pressure from consumers, the M&M company uh, discontinued using fake dyes to color their blue M&Ms, and they now use uh, spirulina, the, the, the phycocyanin that's in spirulina. So if you are eating M&Ms in America, the blue ones have spirulina um, in them, <laughs> just at least the dye, not the, not the nutrient component, but it just um, shows you, and a lot of all this rain, um, unicorn um, food that's going on, people are posting, all that beautiful blue, that comes from spirulina. So it, you can play with your food, <laughs> you can, and it's very healing. I mean, who knew that you could heal from your meal, as I tell people? Um, so it's, it's, it's quite remarkable. Um, but I do want to add a note of caution, because like anything, whether it's beef or um, anything, there is a great range in the quality and the purity and the safety. And you're, you're going to, now that you, if knowing, you're knowing a little bit more about algae, spirulina, and You'll probably start noticing it on the internet, at Target, but um, virtually all of those products come from China and they're high volume suppliers and they use flash heat to, because they it's a high volume, which kills the enzymes, so it's no longer raw food and it disorients the nutrition, so you're not getting the nutrient quote, um, quality that you would get from ours. We All we do is algae. They also often use fillers. Um, they're not as, the quality control isn't as high. So I just add that as a caution. In fact, chlorella, as I mentioned, has the hardest cellular wall and it has to be cracked at production. And virtually everybody uses the original technique, which is to tumble it with glass beads. But I read about eight or nine years ago that there was a possibility that lead from the glass might be leaking into the chlorella. So I said, well, if that's the case, you know, even if it's a missed possible chance, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Find me another way to crack the chlorella. And we did. We found a more modern, safer technique, more expensive, but we pass our chlorella through a sound chamber. And so that's the sound vibrations are what crack the chlorella, similar to what a 
what an opera singer's voice could do with a glass. And I told this to someone recently and they said, oh, good vibrations are cracking the chlorella. So I said, yeah, we all got good energy here. So um, you need to be very careful, research thoroughly. Um, as I mentioned, we grow ours in Taiwan, which is um, the high, high, most highly regarded country in the world for growing algae. And and um, we, I, I have touched every aspect of our company. I've, uh, so I, this is all we do, and we're we stand by um, our the quality and the purity. In fact, we're the only algae company that's endorsed by doctors and nutritionists because of the safety and the purity. Um, but at least people are now learning about algae because it's it's the safest, easiest way to get your nutrition without any work and um, and you don't have to kill you, know, you don't have to twist your kids' arms to to take it. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I've just been getting mine from you because that's the easiest way for me. But um, for anyone who's like a researcher and wants to like research all the options, can you kind of give us the checklist of things you want to make sure so that it's like not processed with heat and not processed with glass? Like, are there other things that people should be aware of? Yeah, you don't want fillers. Um, and uh, I and I'm a purist. We don't have uh, we don't put ours in capsules. Um, we just press the water out into these tablets. So there's no chance that there's any other contamination in there. So I, that that would be my suggestion. Also, um, because of the uh, pressing it, and also we package jars in UV protected bags. So um, we have a very long shelf life. It's two or three years, but frankly, it never goes bad because of the, the quality is so high. So you want to um, probably not buy something from China, um, probably not buy something in, in sort of the um, capsules with the, you know, the veg veggie cap thing. You want to get, um, you don't want to have heat used to dry it. Um, check to find out how they uh, crack the chlorella, um, but um, let's see if it's um, very few companies use this technique we use. So I I don't know if I can give you much help on that one. Those are probably the the, the most the best ones. Uh, make sure that the the container is either in a, a aluminum foil bag like ours or a dark bottle because light pulls the chlorophyll out of the of the algae now you'll probably still keep the nutrients but the chlorophyll is very healing so you want you want to maintain the, the high concentration of chlorophyll um, we hope one day to grow it here in America but it's it's a very very complicated crop and would take a lot of money but we're, that's that's the goal for sure and we also want to make it available hopefully one day to school lunches and nursing homes and disaster areas so we, we have some big plans <laughs> oh yeah for sure those are two areas I wish I could kind of change the nutrition overnight to schools and nursing homes oh man well I know I'm going to get a ton of questions if we don't address this so can you kind of give us a rundown of who can take it and when and how much because I know we're going to get the what if I'm pregnant what if I'm nursing what about my kids how much can I take so address all of that Okay. Well, first of all, let's address spirulina. Spirulina is not only is the safest food in the world, and it's so safe, and this, I'm sort of stealing my thunder from my, uh, I was going to talk about later, that it's the only thing that keeps babies in Japan alive if they can't digest mother's milk. They've tried everything, rice milk, hemp milk, doesn't matter what they give them. It's only spirulina, and they give it to them in water, and I'll tell you why later, because it basically has the same nutrient profile as mother's milk. Like, like that's just stunning to me. So, so I tell you that because um, pregnant moms, newborns, any age from zero to 100 can uh, benefit from spirulina. It's the easiest thing to digest. It gets absorbed almost instantly. Uh, it has a full nutrient profile that's remarkable. 
So, um, and we generally suggest because it gives you energy, but it's not the kind of energy that would keep you up at night, uh, or, or it doesn't give you any jitters because it's just nutrition. There's, so there's no rush and there's no crash. The best way to describe how you feel is you just feel alert. Um, you feel like you had a great night's sleep. You feel just mentally and physically, um, alive. It's just, you're just fresh. Fresh is probably the best way. So, our adult single serving size is 30 tablets. Um, when you buy the bag, we give you a cute little tin so that you can fill the tin up every day and take it with you. And the tin holds about two and a half servings. So you're, you're, you're pretty good for the day. Uh, a lot of people have them for breakfast. So you just throw back a handful. You don't even have to measure them. Remember, these are not pills. This is, this is a snack. This is like eating nuts or raisins or kale chips. So, so don't feel too, um, that you have to count them out. Um, but if you don't, if you get the benefits from a smaller portion, take a smaller portion. We, we just found after four or five years of studying the numbers that were required to feel energy, um, that 30 seemed to do it for everybody. And just so you know, we fuel five NHL teams and they put 75, of our spirulina energy bits in their smoothie and 75 of their chlorella recovery bits into their smoothie because chlorella pulls out the lactic acid and spirulina gives them the energy. So, so you don't be afraid of having more. Same with marathon runners. They always take at least a single serving prior to a race. And then they take more as they fatigue throughout the race. Uh, and then they take the recovery bits after to pull out the lactic acid. So spirulina have anytime by itself before meals with meals. If you have it before a meal, you'll eat less because it satisfies your hunger. So it can be a meal replacement. We have lots of people losing weight on this because it satisfies your hunger and it's only one calorie per tab. So you could have it for breakfast. You could have it for lunch. You could have it at two o'clock when you're feeling fatigued. Um, you can even have it right up to bedtime if you want, because again, it doesn't give you that kind of energy. Although we generally have been recommending um, recovery bits more in the evening um, or after um, a, a sport because recovery bits pulls out there that's chlorella it pulls out toxins and your body goes through a natural cycle when you're sleeping anyways of, of, of detox so we say hey well we might as well take the chlorella to facilitate that detox even better and Chlorella is the one that has the highest tryptophan. So now it's helping you sleep better as well. So you're detoxing, you're sleeping. It's not an energizing algae at all. So if you had any worries about that, then you're completely safe. But again, like spirulina, you can take them any time of day with food, without food. It will not satisfy your hunger or give you energy, but you can take them anytime you want. Definitely after a workout or a run because it will pull out the lactic acid. We have um, baseball players, some who are are pitch uh, catchers and you know they're in the squat mode for anywhere from three to five hours and their legs used to just be in such pain but now they started taking the chlorella they're pain-free the next day it's, it's it's quite remarkable the only caveat i would add, say about the chlorella is that there are there is about one percent of the population that doesn't seem to be able to digest it so if you have any thoughts or concerns first. Uh, we do sell single servings on Amazon. So, and they're $4. Um, I would encourage you to try that first um, so that you don't get stuck with paying a lot of money and, and finding that you have, you're the one of that 1% that can't digest or tolerate chlorella and you'll know, but everybody can tolerate spirulina. And the other thing is, um, because chlorella pulls out toxins and we're not allowed to give medical advice and we always err on side of caution, I would suggest that pregnant moms not take 
the chlorella because it will pull out toxins and we do not want that to go to be transferred the toxins to be transferred to the baby or certainly wait till you're you stop nursing and then start taking the chlorella but the spirulina is not a detoxer uh, so you're completely fine and in fact I would urge any pregnant moms and nursing moms to take spirulina um, one of the reasons why is because it, it has the second highest concentration of an essential fatty acid called GLA stands for gamma linoleic acid the only place in the world that has more GLA than spirulina is mother's milk and the reason why it's there is because the baby's brain doubles in size in the first couple of years after birth and GLA is one of the nutrients that helps facilitate that healthy brain growth so um, so it's good for you to take it while you're pregnant so it, it starts the baby out you know getting all those great brain cells working to create another Einstein and it helps give you energy as a mom, it gives you energy after your um, after your, when you're nursing. It's just it's just what I call efficient nutrition. So it's good for um, all ages from birth, pre-birth, spirulina, pre-birth to seniors. I just had um, a colleague of mine call, call me because her father, who's about 89 and has been on a lot of medication, and he was worried because his, he was getting fog, brain fog, and uh, he didn't like the medication and he saw me speak recently um, he decided to discontinue his medications and start taking the algae and only after two weeks he feels so much better has so much more clarity um, we work with doctors who use it for post-traumatic stress disorder patients and uh, originally they were going to prescribe a whole protocol of CoQ10 and fish oil and B vitamins and like six other things and now all I do is give them the out the spirulina algae uh, because it helps so much with brain health. So spirulina is good for any age at any time, uh, before meals, instead of meals, uh, for sports, um, any kind of uh, brain health issues, ADHD. And the chlorella uh, would be good for anybody um, other than pregnant moms. Um, also, they use chlorella for cancer patients because it pulls out excess chemotherapy. So if you know anybody who's taking chemo, this will help them stop being sick after the treatment because it pulls all the excess out. Um, and it also pulls out mercury. We're working with dentists who are um, trying to get the mercury out of people's mouths. So, um, But it, the only caution is that you know, pregnant moms should probably not take it, wait till they're finished nursing. And um, there is a slight possibility that a small, very, very small percentage of people can't tolerate it. But um, it's, it's pretty safe as well. If it's from us, <laughs> I can't. But I can't vouch for other other algae companies. <laughs> awesome, and that's important to know too. I think that they can be taken complementarily. They since they offer different benefits, you can take both or alternate or whatever feels like it's going to work for your body. And I think also the reason I've become so much more interested in this recently is just realizing that we have a twofold problem that we know from the data right now, which is that we have a huge exposure to all these um, like harmful chemicals and just, I mean, everything, environmental pollutants that we're exposed to every day, which can affect your cells. As we learn more about epigenetics, these things can actually like alter our body and our gene expression. And at the same time, we know that we are this, what they call us overfed and undernourished society where we're eating plenty of food, but we're not actually getting nutrients. And so to me, this is like an easy way to kind of try to address both of those problems, which are definitely uh, seem to be growing problems right now. 
Exactly. And I can almost promise you that um, because there are so many nutrients, you don't need any other vitamins other than D3 if you live somewhere north um, in the wintertime uh, and maybe some vitamin C. But everything else, your multi, your CoQ10, your calcium, your magnesium, your B vitamins, you don't need any of those. And, and you, will, you will feel better because this comes from food. All those nutrients, all those supplements, they're made in labs from artificial extracts or, or extracts anyways. And they aren't the true um, representation of the vitamin. And the, the example I give people is that everyone says, oh, well, I get my vitamin C from ascorbic acid. But if you actually do some research on vitamin C, you'll find that there are 222 components to vitamin C, of which ascorbic acid is one component. So I tell my some of my young interns, it's like going to work with just your shoes on. You know, where's the rest of the outfit? Where, where's your top? Where's your pants? When you take just one component, uh, your body doesn't know how to recognize it, and so it doesn't absorb it. So a lot of people are taking these vitamins thinking they're helping them, and frankly, you're not even absorbing them. But when you get your nutrients from a food source, a whole food source that has not been processed, like algae, uh, you have all all of these other magical synergistic factors and cofactors and enzymes and coenzymes, none of which we can even put, we don't have room on the label for everything, but it works. Your body goes, oh, I, I know what that is. Sure, come on in. It's like welcoming someone on your front doorstep. Oh, I know all the good stuff that's in there. Absolutely, come on in. So so you, you will automatically feel better because you're finally absorbing what you need. And when your body gets what it needs, it will heal itself. It will, it will, you don't need all these drugs. It breaks my heart. I hear the average person is on five medications. Um, and, uh, we, we, you know, we can prevent illness by making sure people are properly nourished with real food. Um, and since there's a short supply of many foods, and even if you are eating greens, the soils don't have enough minerals in them anymore. And the CO2 level has cut down the quality of the nutrients in the plants. So you're stuck. I mean, unless I tell people take algae and have your own far, your own garden. That's your answer to how to eat healthy. At least I think it is. <laughs> I echo that. I'm a big fan of having your own garden and, and getting things from food. Like for instance, for vitamin C, um, certainly there are some great food-based supplements for that as well. But I just start every day with lemon water, which has a whole host of other benefits. And also lemons are a rich natural source of vitamin C. And I just make, to, make sure I swish my mouth with water after to get the acid out. But um, things like that, like it's finding ways to like minor things we can adapt in our day and ways to get more nutrients in that aren't complicated like the algae. They're just easy things you can add. Um, but I 100% agree. Everyone should have a garden if at all possible. Uh, I echo you on that. And I want to make sure we leave time because I always like to ask, what are three things about your area of expertise, so about these types of algae that people don't understand that you want to get across to them? Well, uh, we, we actually kind of covered a lot of it. But first, uh, that it is the oldest food in the world. It's the oldest food in the world. I mean, it, it, it survived how many ice ages and it's still here. You have to ask yourself, there's got to be something special about this stuff. I mean, think of all the dinosaurs that got you know, eliminated and entire species have been eliminated over the course of the billions and billions of years. And humans, we've only been here for 800 million years. Algae's been here for 4 billion. So I truly think there's something magical about this, and I am going to just keep working on it. So um, it, it, you just have to – it just makes you think, my God, there's there's got to be something here. And then, then you look at the nutritional profile, and it's a rock star. I mean, it really should have a star on the Hollywood 
fame for um, for nutritional purposes. So so the fact that it's the oldest and that it's um, also the easiest the easiest way for you to get your nutrition. You don't have to carry them anywhere like we ship directly to you you don't have to clean them you don't have to cook them nothing just open your mouth and you're done i mean it doesn't get either that or breathing that's about as simple as it gets so so that's number one number two is i i mentioned the spirulina algae i was stunned when i found out that its nutritional profile is virtually identical to mother's milk and this is i had my aha moment when i because i had read years and years ago about spirulina being the only thing that would keep these babies alive if they couldn't digest mother's milk and i kept thinking why is that and it's not only they, does it have the same amino acids, it's in the same proportions as mother's milk. And then you have all that GLA. So you have to, again, say to yourself, gosh, mother nature is pretty clever. She knows what the babies need to stay healthy. And what the babies need to be healthy is what we need as well, except you can't really go to a pregnant mother and ask if you can you know, spend some time with her child, <laughs> uh, getting her access to her nurturing milk so spirulina is your next best shot and i can katie i can send you the charts that show you the difference the comparison between the the uh, mother's milk and the spirulina so you can see and i because I, I, I found it in a book it was from the 1930s and i looked at the nutrition the the nutrient profile uh, or the amino acid profile i thought gosh that looks awfully familiar and then sure enough i matched it up with our spirulina and almost one for one it was exactly the same um and i guess the third thing was you know, I've talked about chlorella and how, how healthy it is and how it heals the cell wall. But uh, what people probably don't know is that the chemical composition of uh, chlorophyll, uh, and of course, chlorella algae has the most chlorophyll of, in the world, a thousand times more than greens. Chlorophyll, the chemical composition is virtually identical to your human, your human blood. The hemoglobin. The only difference is one little atom in the middle of the hemoglobin. It's iron, and and chlorophyll is um, magnesium. But other than that, the entire chemical composition is exactly the same. And I I tell people, you know, if it wasn't for that little iron atom in the middle of the uh, hemoglobin, our blood would be green. Literally, it's exactly the same. And to and so you have to say to yourself, okay. There's got to be something healing about that because if it's exactly the same as our blood, I mean, really, it's got to be doing some great things. And to emphasize how great it is, during World War One, I, I read that if they uh, ran out of blood for transfusions for the injured, they used to give them liquid chlorophyll because it would help them heal just as fast as a blood transfusion. And they also used to use it on the, topically on injuries because it kills bacteria. Pretty cool, huh? So, uh, so if you are out somewhere and you don't have any uh, antisporin or whatever, and you cut yourself, just get some of your some of your algae and crush it up and put it on that on that cut, and uh, you'll you'll kill the bacteria. So it's 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 pretty amazing stuff. And and the other key thing to remember is that this is just this is unaltered, unprocessed. This is a whole food. Um, so it's straight from nature as long as it's grown carefully and cleanly like ours is. Um, I, I call it intelligent food because it knows what to do in your body and you have to be intelligent to take it. <laughs> That's awesome. And can you actually walk us through, so if someone decides to check it out and they land on your website, um, for sure, make sure if you do to use the code wellness mama to get 20% off, but take us through the different ones. Cause there's several different options. So like who should use what and how do they figure out which one's best for them? 
Exactly. So um, Energy Bits is our spirulina, and we called it Energy Bits because it gives you energy mentally and physically. And I'll tell you a funny story. So I started, as I mentioned, my I started the company just to help my sister, and then I just kept going. So women's health is particularly important to me. And after the first couple of years, I noticed that women weren't buying my Energy Bits. And I asked my friends, you know, why do you think that is, or what should I do? Because I want to help women. Um, and they said, well, it's the color, it's blue, and it doesn't have a cool name. You need to give it, make it pink and give it a cute name. So I thought, okay, I can do that. Whatever it takes to get women to take this because it's so good for you. So I made a second version of spirulina and I called it skinny bits and made it pink. So, so you'll find energy bits and skinny bits on our website. They're absolutely identical. We market skinny bits more for skin and hair health and for general fitness, but I, I can assure you they're exactly the same product. It's just that it's a little more girly and I'm a bit girly myself. So, um, I'm really happy to, to, uh, that we have an option. I want women to be able to, you know, be a little giddy about pulling something out of their handbag. That's so good for them, but also is cute and pretty. So, so that, that's the two spirulina. The other algae um, we talked about is chlorella and we call ours recovery bits because, um, because it helps you recover your health. Uh, it rec you recover from injury. Uh, it, pr it protects you from colds. Um, it's, uh, it, will, it will hopefully prevent colds. And also, it's green. The packaging is green because it's a green algae. It came after spirulina, which is a blue-green algae, and that packaging is blue. So that I have people say, oh, I'd like to get two bags of blue and one of green. So Spirulina is a blue-green algae, and it comes in blue packaging, chlorella and, and pink. And chlorella is um, the uh, health and wellness algae that pulls out toxins and helps you recover your health. And that's the green packaging. And and we generally try to encourage people to buy them separately because you have more control. Maybe you're going to go on a run, so you want more energy, so you can you can double up on your energy bits. But if you can only purchase one bag and you want to get a little bit of both benefits. We do have an option for you. We call it Vitality Bits, and it's kind of a dark pink, almost a red color bag. And it's 50% chlorella and 50% spirulina. So you're getting a little bit of energy and a little bit of the immune support. And we actually generally recommend Vitality Bits to someone who's older because it simplifies their life. They get a little bit of everything. And, and again, either one or both of them, any of the algae um, are sufficient uh, in terms of their nutrients to help you eliminate all of those other supplements and vitamins. Um, so uh, it's, it makes it really simple if you have the vitality bits because it's just one algae. You take, you know, you're 30 in the, every day and you're you're pretty much good to go. So those are the four. There's four products, but just two algae, just spirulina and chlorella. Those are the only ones. And we have tons of science, but there's there's a fair amount of information on the website. Yeah, that's true. Any questions that we've missed, they can probably find an answer on your website because you guys do have quite a bit of information there as well. And I will say too, what I've noticed because they're very small tablets, they're not huge. So even my kids who don't like the taste as much, they can swallow them even when they're pretty young, like kids can learn how to swallow them. So um, just as an encouragement to moms, especially if you've got kids who are more picky, it's an easy way to just at least get some nutrients into them. Yeah. And they're, they're about the size of baby aspirin. And, and, you know, if you can't take 30, you know, take 10 and then wait a few minutes and take another 10. Uh, we've all, I also, especially recovery bits, I use them as a, a salad garnish. Uh, I sometimes put them on 
tops of a of a yogurt um we mix them with nuts oh and if you want if you want a taste sensation get some macadamia nuts and mix them especially with the recovery bits and if you really want to add some jazz get, add some dark chocolate dark chocolate macadamia nuts and recovery bits is off the charts so fantastic that we're actually going to launch another product if not this year next year and we're going to call them mac and bits it's going to be macadamia nuts and the recovery bits because they taste like potato chips chips when they're together. It's unbelievable. So, so they're, you know, put them in a trail mix. Um, we have hikers that take them with them on, uh, trips to Nepal, uh, because it gives it's their lightweight and they give them the energy that they need. So they're very portable. They never, they never ever go bad. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can take them anywhere you want, no cooking, but, um, but yeah, they're, they're terrific stuff. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I do travel with them now because I feel like if I can travel with that and like sardines and some nuts um, and then add in things like olives and vegetables, even if there's not great food options, you can usually at least find some decent vegetables. So that's kind of how I survive when I'm in a not great food environment and they're easy to travel with. So um, I know we're getting close to the end of our time. And of course, all these links will be in the show notes if anyone wants to find it. Or again, it's energybits.com and they can use the code wellnessmama directly there. Um, but Catherine, thanks so much for your time and for being here. I think this is an important topic and I love that you're out there spreading the word. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks, Katie. And and uh, we're also available to answer any questions. Um, you can just uh, contact customer care at EnergyBits, but EnergyBits.com is the, is the uh, main website. But we're, we're here for you. We, we, we just want people to be healthy naturally. That's all. <laughs> so awesome. And thanks to all of you for listening. And I hope to see you next time on the Healthy Moms podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time and thanks as always for listening.